Welcome to another Patishku, a bite-sized chat about current topics. Today I have a quick Zoom call with Tim from our Emo Portugal office in Belgium. We discuss some of the differences between Portugal and Belgium and why Portugal is Tim's home away from home. This Patishku is sponsored by Emo Portugal. Tim, how are you? Dylan, good morning. I'm fine. What about you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Listen, uh, what is uh, Patishku in Belgium? Or in Flemish, would you have a name for it? Do you have Petiskus? Well, we, we don't have a specific uh, name for it. Uh, so when I'm in Belgium, I always use the Portuguese word, as it's also a nice way of introducing Belgian people to the way of life uh, in Portugal. So uh, that's why I always use uh, the Portuguese word. In fact, yeah. Okay. Well, we know we, we're gonna we're gonna talk about how Portugal is your home away from home. Uh, yeah. but what's your What's your favorite Petisku? Well, I like the caracois the most. Um, when I, before uh, lunch or dinner starts, I really like to have it uh, on the table. That's one of my favorites. So it's for people listening, caracois is like is snails. Uh, yeah. It's a little, it's got a bit of lemon, garlic. Everything's got garlic in Portugal. You pick it up with some toothpicks, eat it normally with a cold beer. Very nice. That's the one, indeed. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Tim, um, just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and, and what you do. Well, I'm 43 years old, and I live uh, in Belgium, of course, in uh, Kanegem. That's a very small town of only 1,000 people, at about 90 kilometers from uh, Antwerp and 40 kilometers from the Belgian coast. I live here with uh, my wife. And my daughter of 13 years old and my little baby boy of only uh, four months uh, old. So I have a daughter who's called Lore and a baby boy who's called uh, Louis. My hobbies are uh, taking uh, walks with friends in nature. And I also enjoy uh, some fine uh, whining and dining. And uh, one of my biggest passions is, uh, in fact, my job as sales director of Emo Portugal for uh, the Belgian market. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, you have a teenage daughter, so we have to, you have to, that's why you have to drink so much wine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. Nowadays, having a 13 year old daughter in house with all the social media and everything, it's uh, quite complicated now and then. Tim, I mean, tell us a little bit about your, your early experiences of Portugal, your first visit, what appealed to you, what surprised you about, about this country? Well, my first uh, trip to Portugal uh, might be a classic, I think, for a lot of people. I did a city trip to Lisbon in the year 2001. I was very pleasantly surprised by everything the country has to offer. Very friendly people, very nice food to eat. So I really had the feeling this is a very appealing country for me. So in the years after that, I visited a lot of places uh, like Algarve, I went to Alentejo, I visited Porto, I also visited the Blue Coast, but uh, in 2005 I visited the Silver Coast for the first time and that was the first time I really had the feeling of coming home. When I was in the Bay of San Martino de Porto for the first time, when I saw the Obidos Lagoon for the first time, I really had the feeling at some point in my life, I want to do something here. And uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, a few uh, moments later, I joined Imo Portugal, in fact, which was founded by one of my best friends I already knew from high school. So that's how I effectively became active in Portugal. And now I'm constantly uh, working between Belgium and Portugal um, in a very nice setting, of course. 
Awesome. Um, we'll get on to more about your your village and and some of the places you like, um, but uh, we. Um, I mean, you know, you Belgium recently beat Portugal in the in the Euros, so yeah. you know we're going to leave that aside. Um, yeah. and not talk too much about that because it, I'm still hurting. I'm still hurting from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was tough. Well, to be honest, for me, it's always very difficult when there's a, a match like that to decide um, on whose side I am. And this time, uh, as I told you before the match, in fact, I was even supporting for uh, Portugal, but okay. Uh, the finals uh, is not for Portugal or for Belgium, but let's enjoy that match uh, anyway. Okay, so for the Belgian listeners, don't get mad with Tim that he was supporting Portugal. That's his choice, yeah. and he's allowed to make choices. Yeah. It's a free, it's a free country. Sure. Yeah. But let's talk about some of the differences between between um, Belgium and Portugal that you see. What are what are some of the, the differences between the two countries, Tim, that you've noticed in your work? Well, of course, uh, the the climate is uh, is totally different in Portugal uh, than in Belgium. Over here, we have much more rainy days. But it goes further than that. Even when I am at the Silver Coast, uh, the presence of the Atlantic Oceans gives me a very healthy feeling over there. In Belgium, everything is very dense, very compressed, even at the Belgian coast. Uh, Portugal is much more variated uh, when you look at uh, nature. You really have, uh, have everything. That's, that's really a big uh, difference between Portugal and Belgium. When... Uh, the people from Portugal, Realty, Imo Portugal, uh, from Portugal visit Belgium. They really cannot imagine how our coastline, in fact, looks like. Uh, tall buildings, uh, narrow beaches. So it's really a culture shock for them when they arrive um, in Belgium. Yeah. Another reason, uh, which is uh, why people uh, discover Portugal more and more, and also for me, it's a very big difference, is that the Portuguese way of life is much more simple. When I'm in Belgium, I really have the feeling that I am constantly in the rat race. Um, everything has to go fast. People are nervous. When I arrive in Portugal, it's a totally different feeling. Over there, people take time to enjoy a good conversation with a coffee. Uh, so that's really a big, a big difference. And of course, uh, the cost of living in Portugal is much better than uh, here in Belgium. When I come to Portugal to my colleagues or on a holiday, I have to pay like uh, 80 cents for a pint of beer. I can enjoy a very nice lunch for uh, nine euros uh, with a nice fish, everything. But when I'm back in Belgium, it always hurts to see that my coffee costs two euro thirty, and that my bill in the restaurant for one person is about fifty euros. So uh, that's a big difference, I would say. Yeah, that is a big difference. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, what are some of the aspects of, about Portugal? I mean, you've mentioned the food, you've mentioned cost of living, uh, the the pace of life. Or are there any other parts of Portugal that you prefer uh, to to Belgium? Um, well, Belgian people, of course, always uh, look at, uh, at properties. That's why they, they end up with us finally. So uh, after we have uh, guided them around at the Silver Coast to show them the real Portuguese uh, life and lifestyle, we talk about properties. And also concerning the properties, uh, you have very good value, of course, for your money. To give you an example, uh, with Leisure Lounge Group, we still are... Um, 
and the possibility to offer a three-bedroom villa with a private pool for 300,000 euros. To give you an idea, Dylan, at the Belgian coast, you can even not find a two-bedroom apartment for that price. Mm. And Belgian people are also, are also very surprised about the high quality of finishings that we offer in Portugal. Uh, the classic one in the kitchens, it's a counter stone in, uh, in stone and a lot of uh, new developments in Belgium. They don't even use the natural stone anymore. So the quality of finishings are very high in Portugal compared to, uh, to the Belgian quality of finishings. And people are really, really surprised by that when they come to Portugal and we show them some finished uh, projects of us. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I mean, from, from your, I mean, you've, you've worked with um, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of clients yeah. um, that, have, that have come to Portugal, found a home in Portugal, fell in love with this country. Um, I mean, what do you think some of the things, I mean, I know maybe it's similar to what we've already discussed, but what do you think are some of the other things that really appeal to Belgian people about, about Portugal? Um, the people, the country, the, the system here, everything that you can think of. Well, um, it's also a very, uh, a very nice country with a lot of different places. When I'm there myself, I also have my favorite places, just as my clients have. And even at the Silver Coast, you have uh, a lot of different things. You have San Martino do Porto, which you cannot compare to the nice city of Nazare. Uh, we have also the Obidos Lagoon. For me, for example, I prefer to do nice walks at Praia do Salgado. That's a very uh, nice big beach. And I also like Sitio do Nazare. Um, Nadaduru is one of my uh, spots I really like. And if I ever go to move to Portugal uh, to live there permanently, which is really uh, something I want to do, I would go and live in Nadaduru. Uh, as in Nadaduru, you are very close to the Obidors Lagoon. You have the nice city of Caldas da Reina. And Caldas da Reina is also a city uh, that's very appealing to a lot of my uh, clients. Um, you have nice restaurants. You have uh, even a, a hospital. So for people who will live there permanently, it's very important to have uh, everything you might need uh, in the surroundings. So the, the mixture of everything, the cultural items, uh, the daily life, uh, the touristic items, that's what's really appealing to, uh, to my clients. And that's a very good thing at Silver Coast. We can uh, serve a lot of people with a lot of different uh, interests. Um, and that's a big advantage of the Silver Coast. Tim, there, there always seems to be a really nice connection between Belgian people and Portuguese people. Uh, and it's an interesting relationship, but it seems like something that fits really well. Um, I mean, what do you want to say about Portuguese people? And, and what do you think, um, what do you think about, 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 yeah, about the Portuguese in general? Well, I think Portuguese people are, are uh, historically seen, historically seen uh, people um, who are very open-minded and very friendly towards uh, also foreigners, uh, European people that come to their country. That's a big difference with, with some other uh, countries in Europe where uh, there's a lot of uh, friction, I would say. Of course, we also have in, in Belgium a big uh, building industry and quite a lot of Portuguese people uh, have come to Belgium uh, during the last years uh, to work over here in, a, in construction business. So we have a, quite a big Portuguese population um, located in Antwerp, uh, Brussels, and all the big cities, even in Antwerp, where we have our main office uh, for Imo Portugal. We have uh, Portuguese restaurants and everything. So there's a very nice understanding between the Belgian people 
and the Portuguese people, and you see that in, in every day. So that's uh, quite important, I think. And of course, for me, um, we have an office in Antwerp. It's a very good location to introduce the people, the Belgian people who are interested in Portugal, um, to explain them everything about the Portuguese lifestyle. We have the virtual tours on which I can show them the nice locations. We do our properties. So it really works uh, with, with the two parts, Belgium, Portugal, to uh, let the Belgian people enjoy the, the nice country of Portugal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the more boring things that we should maybe mention, and it's something that you're well um, well versed about, is the the tax benefits as well for Belgian people uh, coming to to Portugal. Do you want to speak a little bit about that as well, quickly? Well, I think that's uh, very important, and that's one of the reasons why we have a strong reputation also in uh, Belgium. When people come to us as a, as a group, they from the start get a really nice explanation uh, from A to Z on the technical part, um, the legislation about Portugal, and also how the purchase procedure works. Um, there are some tax benefits uh, in Portugal for people who will uh, go live there permanently when you have a, a job with a high added value. Under some conditions, you can get uh, tax advantages uh, in Portugal. Portugal is also fiscal friendly when you have a real estate over there uh, concerning inheritance tax to your spouse uh, or, your, or your children. And of course, people always want to make a purchase in a secure way. As law in Belgium is very strict concerning new construction, it's important for the Belgian people to also have that security uh, in Portugal when they purchase over there. So that's why I always explain them from the start that when they buy a house, they become owner of the plot, that they pay the construction after each phase, so they don't do any finance uh, before. When they buy an apartment in a condominium, that we work with bank guarantees. So that really gives a good feeling to the Belgian clients as they are quite rational, which is normal. We talk about a big investment. We do it uh, every day, the discussion with the clients, but for most of our clients, it's once in a lifetime opportunity, of course. So uh, that's uh, that's really good that we can assist them with uh, with everything. Yeah. Tim, you you mentioned um, some of the some of the places that you enjoy in Portugal and the places yeah. you visited. Uh, one of the things that that we love doing on the podcast is we, we is is especially when we have Portuguese guests. They talk about a minha terra, my terra, my land, my village, my hometown. Uh, you have an adopted hometown, Nadudoru, you would yeah. say is your, yeah. tell us, tell people a little bit about Nadudoru and, and what you want people to know about it and what's special about this, this place. Well, Nadadru is a, is a small town. It's uh, very quiet, but really close to everything. When I'm Nadadru, when I am in Nadadru, I can uh, do nice walks on the calm side of the lagoon. In fact, the lagoon is, is quite long if you go around it. It's uh, not possible on foot even. But you're also very close uh, to the more touristic beach of Foz do Arelio. Uh, you always see the kite surfers over there. And it's really a town that is upcoming and in fact it's a bit transforming in a nice uh, town with villas, not with high apartment buildings. Uh, so that's really why I like uh, Nadadur in fact. Uh, we have some small projects integrated between the local uh, population population, and it's all, also very close to uh, Caldas de Reina. Of course, uh, tastes are different uh, for me. 
the beach of San Martino do Porto during July and August is quite busy, so that's why I prefer Nadaduru or uh, Salir do Porto. Very nice. What we're going to do, we're going to put some links in, in the show notes of the podcast to, to your yeah. website. Um, yeah. And also, um, with we've got some really lovely properties there in Nadadoro as well. Um, so people need to check that out. We'll put links there. One thing I like, well, I like a lot of things about Nadadoro, but one of the things that I really like, there, you have a couple of places there that do some really nice patishkus. Yeah, for sure. I know. So, I know. So I know. when you when you when you get back here, because it's not long, you're going to be back in Portugal. There's some patiscus yeah. and some wine waiting for you, Tim. I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to that too, and I'll be there uh, the first week of August. So uh, by this, Brilliant. I invite you for a nice uh, uh, lunch with some nice patiscus. It's a deal. Um, one more thing, Tim. Um, uh, just a resource that you would like to direct people to that, that, you know, if they want to research a bit more about Portugal, a bit more about the Silver Coast and the different things that make Portugal so interesting, um, where would you recommend people go and have a look? Well, for sure, I think our, our website about uh, Portugal, the simple life is a good uh, starting point to discover Portugal because it's a good mix between practical information uh, and also uh, with the podcast, the Petiscos, it also allows you to see the first glimpse of the real Portuguese lifestyle. So uh, everybody um, who sees that, I really would recommend to go to uh, Portugal to see the life. Yeah. Awesome. And that's where they can see you in the in your first Petisco as well. So yes, in my stuff. first Petisco. Indeed. Tim, uh, thanks so much. I've, I've enjoyed this chat. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. And uh, for now... I'm going to let you call it. That's a wrap, Dylan. Bye-bye. Follow the links available for more information about the Ima Portugal website and some of those wonderful houses in Nadadoro. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up, and please leave a comment or a review. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to The Simple Life.